Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis. This is episode 29 of this awesome show, and I am joined today by Katie. Hi. Jeff. Yo. And Sarah. Hello. And we are reviewing Evil Dead 2, or if you want to be real technical, D- Evil Dead 1.5-ish, <laughs> 2 and 2.5. Evil Dead Reboot. So it's it's funny. Evil Dead Redux. So Sam Raimi, after the first Evil Dead, the Evil Dead, did absolutely amazing and made millions of dollars, he went off and made other movies. He made a film, a crime film called oh, Crime Wave. Which flopped hard. Yes. And so he's like, well, uh, it's funny. Bruce Campbell said that type of flop in a movie, that's kind of be the end of a director. But he's like, <laughs> a lot of people enjoyed... Evil Dead, and so the production company that helped him out in the first one, they asked him, well, do you have any ideas? He's like, yeah, I have this idea that in Evil Dead 2, I want Ash to end up in the Middle Ages, and he's fighting Deadites in the past. And they're like, no, put him in a cabin. He's like, okay. (laughs) But you know one of the people who was like really instrumental in getting Evil Dead 2 made? Yes. So I hope you would. Yeah, uh, Stephen King. So Stephen King actually had a production company or a dude that could help him out yep. financially yep. and uh because they were working on maximum overdrive yep. a movie at around the same time it's like cars but if cars felt like killing you so think about cars they don't talk they just run people over yeah if, if lightning mcqueen was a serial killer yeah well christine, so christine but multiple, if there was a lot of them but multiple yeah and so uh they actually had to be a little sneaky because this film is x-rated uh, well it was gonna be x-rated well well Yes, but they had to use a fake production company, Rosebud. This yep. distribution is not real. Nope. So they used a, a fake company to, to, to put it through. Yeah. because To circumvent the Motion Picture Association of America, go fuck yourselves. Yes, uh, and that's why a lot of the blood is different colors. There's blue blood, green, and black, black. a little bit of red. Uh, on Ash, there's red because he's a people. But anything else that he chops up, it cha- colors just change all the time, and it makes no sense. Like uh, Skittles blood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of things went into this. They actually got a budget and actually got money. And you could tell that they actually tried in certain spots and things like that. Uh, this is absolutely one of my favorite. I say it's about a lot of scary movies that we watch and stuff. I'm like, that's my favorite. <laughs> you say this about a lot of things, period. But uh, but there's a lot of things I hate. I just don't say it out loud. I keep it to myself. But uh, Evil Dead 2. This is hands down one of the coolest movies in my mind. Uh, there are scenes that I will smile every time when it happens. It, it's one of those cool ones. Uh, it's it's damn good. I, I honestly think this this movie is is damn good. It's one of the truly like perfect movies. It's like I don't want to change a damn thing about no, it. No, I don't. Uh, it it's crazy. Uh, they add the right amount of comedy to horror and just madness. It's it's good. So if you've never seen Evil Dead Two, I'd give it a shot. And there's always a question of oh, but it's number two. Don't need to watch the first one. Well, according to this movie, you don't really have to. No. Uh, because they just... Hey, you remember all that stuff happened in the first one? Just... It happened, but just ignore the other five people that were in the room with Ash. Yeah. Ash did it all by himself. I'm like, yeah. oh, wow. He just struggled through a night by himself and then got abducted. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. And it happened the same way in Army of Darkness. Hey, you remember? Like, you know, Annie and stuff helped him. Yeah, nah, yeah, he nah. did it all himself. I'm like... Use the scenes from the old movie, but yeah, you know, Sam Raimi's weird like that. But, uh, 
So I think a lot of people, well, half of us, I think this is our first time watching it. Katie, what did you think about, uh, well, technically Katie has seen this billions of times because she walks into the room and I'm watching it. I've seen so this she's before. Seen, oh, We've oh. sat and watched it before. We watched it like two months ago. No, I think I'm the only evil dead virgin here. Yeah. Well, what would you think about it, Katie? Garbage. It's like straight up. It was good the first time I watched it when I hadn't seen Evil Dead 1, but now I've seen Evil Dead 1, so what the fuck was the point? Wait, is Evil Dead 1 better and y'all told me to skip it? No. It's the same exact movie, which is why this movie is trash. The first movie did the thing. Why do it exactly the same? But was he in a cabin in the first one? Yes. It's literally almost exactly the same plot. His hand mm-hmm. didn't get cut off. Yeah, that's basically the only thing. Things change. Like he's there are a few subtle differences. He is not. Let me, let me explain the first one. Uh, <laughs> he is not the quintessential hero of it. He gets forced into the role. There's another guy there, but he kind of turns douchey, and then Ash is the last one in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so all his friends come back and they're like gnawing and just like stabbing his body. He throws the book of the dead into the fireplace, and then they all die. And then he goes outside. He's like, hey, it's daylight. I made it. And then the thing just jumps him. And that's how it ends. (laughs) So he doesn't get a chainsaw hand. He doesn't say cool things. It's just, it's a young him. Because it's like, I think three years go by. Three or four years. So it's a young Bruce Campbell. I would say if I had only ever watched the second one, I would like this movie. But because I've watched the first one, now I'm just upset. Like, why did you waste time and money to make a remake? Like, why did you reboot it, but use the same exact actor, but none of the other actors? Oh, well... Well, do you, that, do the you people wanna... that gave him money wanted him to do another cabin yeah. movie, so he couldn't, like... It was more that he got forced into remaking the same movie again. Yeah. That's fine, but if you're going to tell the same story with Ash and Linda going to the cabin, why the fuck is Linda different? Well, uh, with that, they had some issues getting everybody back for that scene, and so they were just like, screw it, man, Let's just it's just Ash and Linda. Is that also why in Army of Darkness it's a different Linda again? Yes. Or they're just like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. We just have a trend going here. So, so. so I don't know why, but any time that there's a previously in Ash's life, they just use a new person for those like t- 20 seconds you see them. Like, why can't you just use no, the clip not, from the first, well, the other movie? I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I was I watched Army of Darkness first, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Then went back and watched this one, and my, literally my eyebrow ridge hurt afterwards from all the cringing. <laughs> not even kidding. Like, when they say, oh, this is a cringe word, like, I was literally cringing. <laughs> Um, and so I was like, how did I like Army of Darkness? This movie's stupid. And so I started Army of Darkness afterwards to be like, okay, I need to remember why I liked that movie. And so, yeah, the first, like, five minutes is rehashing Evil Dead 2. All of his scenes, even, the on- they only reused one scene. Yeah. They reshot every single when fucking thing, except for the yeah. portal thing, because apparently that's where they spent all their CGI money, so they were like, <laughs> we have to use this portal, and the car getting sucked in. But literally everything else is different. Yeah. So all the people are different. All the little, like, and the, the, you know, night dudes don't care about him anymore. They're like, fuck it, you're a slave now, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a Sam Raimi question. We have to ask him that. Right? Sam Raimi, you're welcome on this podcast every time. The $500,000 they wasted on rehashing exactly what happened in the previous movie could have been spent on anything else a better haircut for king arthur yeah. in fucking army of darkness uh hiring the same goddamn linda in the second movie like they really like stop cutting corners and these and rehashing the same old shit and just fix your continuity problems 
think the subtitle of this episode is going to be Katie and Sarah shit on Jeff and Otis's dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And there so, are no I, subtitles for these episodes. Yeah, well. So that, Jeff, what do you think about Evil Dead 2? I mean, obviously, I love it. It's a huge Me. nostalgic thing for me. I, <laughs> I love the entire Evil Dead trilogy. I love, okay, I also like, more generally love anything Bruce Campbell is it's in. Four yeah, true, it's four movies now, yeah. Because you want to talk about rehashing again. Yeah. Hey, let's wait 20 years and yeah. make the yeah. same one, fucking time. movie. Yeah, but that new one, it actually did an all right job with that one, so. Yeah. But yes, you know, they yeah, wait a, a long it's time. It's a great movie. It's the, you know, for the amount of camp that's in it, it's 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 great. It's just, I love it. It's always going to have a special place in my heart. Nostalgia factors. Nostalgic factors into a yeah. lot of things, but you know, it's it's one of those things where I saw it in a time in my life where it, it nestled its little deadite way into my heart and, and, <laughs> and has groovily sat there with a chainsaw the whole goddamn that time. That was seriously the only good part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he is a assembling hand. the chainsaw hand and punctuates it with groovy. Yeah. Like... I don't know. That's Bruce Bruce stuff. Campbell can get it. Also, Bruce Campbell, please, you're welcome on this oh, podcast. Yes. Um, Bruce, I will make the mojitos. But seriously, 100%. like, his, you know, his grumbly groovy is, like, panty dropping. Just like, yes, Bruce Campbell. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I saw a clip, because I was just looking for that scene, and it was some, uh, might have been the 30th anniversary of it. And this theater, they were cheering the whole time when he's making the chainsaw mm-hmm. hand. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then, like, five seconds before he says groovy, the place went completely silent. Everybody's <laughs> like, he's like, groovy. And they're like, yeah. And just, like, you couldn't hear anything else. So I was like, yeah. Everyone knows. They're like, oh, shit, he's about to do it. Shh, shh, shh. He's just in love. He's just in love. Hey. <laughs> it's almost like this is my boobstick. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it, it's a crazy film. Um, it's one of those ones. Uh, I was a wee kid like this and Aliens and Alien. Uh, Nightmare Elm Streets. I remember watching these when I was little. And this is one of those films, like I always say, my mom would watch scary movies with me. Then some of them, she'd come into the room. She's like, what the hell was this? And if this was one of the ones where he's like dancing in a room with all the appliances, dancing with him. She's yeah. like, what is this? I'm good. And she leaves. I'm like, yeah, he's crazy. Uh, it was just a lot of that. So I, it's, it's my style of crazy horror. So I've always enjoyed this because it's it's so different you know you can make a scary movie just like i'm evil and i got a weird face this one's just dumb no see (laughs) i i I was thinking i mean all the cringing and stuff i was thinking about this is where the stereotypes come from with horror movies this is not different this is the (laughs) the origin of like the stupid scared girl who's just screaming and you're like fucking run bitch Yep. And the, hey, don't go in there, there's something scary. You know, like, all of those just horror tropes that you're, like, I already know what's going to happen. Oh, it's trope in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is trope It's not original, is what my point was. There were, there were little shiny spots that it gets original. Like, oh, a chainsaw hand. I've never seen that fucking before. That's really cool. And I was like, oh, that's different. Well, I think that's what makes it great, is it's like it embraces the fact that it is just a trope fest. That is true. That, that has some moments of sheer joy that it's like, oh, this is the one thing that's not a fucking trope. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like always, we'll get through the story. I mean, it's pretty simple, I would say. Uh, we'll get through the story, and then we'll talk about our favorite, at least favorite characters and all that stuff. So, uh, like I said... Uh, Sam Raimi likes to retcon what happened in the last movie. So in the first movie, Ash is with his friends, well, his sister Cheryl, and all of their buddies, and they turn on the tape recorder, and the words 
are said, and then they just systematically get murdered. Okay, what Pe- words? Whoa, what? This is a terrible summary, man. <laughs> well, the words off the the book from the. There you yes. go. And uh, people, well, ladies go outside, and trees just do bad things to them, and they come back evil. True. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, so Ash has to kill all his friends and family, and he makes it out. So daytime hits, and he's like, "I made it." And then this movie connects right up to the to the first one. And so he gets hit by the evil presence that's there. And he flies. Actually, in the movie, he was attached to a motorcycle. And they just spun him. And, and, and they needed enough time because it's, it's going like three times as fast. Mm-hmm. But they needed like at least like a mile of like road. And he was just, Sam Raimi was driving or piloting the motorcycle and just like kind of going into bushes. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, you really enjoyed doing that. He's like, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Wait, Sam Raimi enjoyed it? Oh, Sam Raimi enjoyed okay. it. Bruce went through a lot of stuff in this movie. Bruce hit a lot of shit. Yeah. So uh, he hits a tree, and he lands into a giant puddle, and he sits up. He's a deadite, so the evil got into him at the last second. But fortunately for him, the sun comes out, and it expels the evil from his body, and he passes out for many hours. <laughs> many, many hours. He wakes yeah. up, and he realizes, holy shit, I need to get the hell out of here. He hops into well, his... Hey, you got, like, that, was, uh, that was my favorite shot when he wakes up, and it is the slowest circle around yep. the forest. If he's just like, what the fuck is happening? And then it comes back to his face, and it's still the what the fuck face. Yep. <laughs> it is the slowest circle I've ever seen in my life. I loved it. Yep. <laughs> uh, he actually glances at the cabin and evil eyes pop out and they say, join us. And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Hops into his Oldsmobile, he drives to the bridge. And in the first movie, the bridge was kind of falling apart. It was rickety-ish. And then he went with his sister Cheryl to drop her off. And then I guess he forgot earlier that the bridge was out. And the next day, the bridge is still out. And he screams in anguish. He's like, damn it. And, uh, oh no. The sun is setting. He's like, oh shit. And he sees that evil presence come back to him. Uh, it's Sam Raimi on a bike with a camera. Just chasing <laughs> him. Uh, anytime he's driving and bushes just like go out of their way to hit him in the face. That's like somebody just like poking just yep. bushes in his face. He crashes into a tree and gets launched out of the car because he didn't wear his seatbelt. Wear your seatbelt, guys. Yep. <laughs> it was also like a 63 old mobile. Yeah. Does it even have fucking seatbelts? I like to think it did. <laughs> Those goddamn sure, land panzers. It sure did not have headrests. Yeah. So, you know, if he got rear-ended, he was gone. Yeah. So he runs into the cabin, and that doesn't matter because he closes the door. The president's like, well, fuck this door. And actually chases him through the house. And he, was that Sam Raimi on a bike through yeah. the house? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they oh, Sam uh, one of the doors didn't break the way it needed to. And the door kind of hits Bruce as he's like running past it. Uh, yeah. This, this movie's... The, the practical things they have to do to get the, the stuff they to get. It's really cool. The behind the scenes is crazy to this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I figure that was like... 3.5 speed, you know, he's yeah. just like, da, 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 and then they just speed it yeah. up crazy for the movie, but that's also an impressive shot, and that, like, that cabin is spacious. Oh, yeah. The, it, the outside looks like it would be, like, a room, and then for how many doors they had to bust through, yeah. that was a oh, really yeah. big Well, cabin. that cabin's like somewhere in the middle of goddamn North Carolina. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's gigantic. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. North Carolina! <laughs> <laughs> so, he actually dodges the evil presence, because I guess if it can't see you, then it's like, oh, rats, he's oh, gone. He, yeah, he disappeared. I missed him. Yeah, so... Evil he, presence, T-Rex. Yeah. 
So he hides in the basement, which if this was the same Ash, he wouldn't want to be down there because he dealt with a lot of scary things down there. Uh-huh. But he's like, eh, screw it, it's enough. So um, he gets back out of the cabin, or the basement of the cabin, and oh no, Linda, she reanimates and she does a really nice dance outside. And sure. That's one way to call it. Yeah, uh, the claymation was actually uh, Davy and Goliath. Have you ever seen that Christian, like, stop motion cartoon? It's like a dog that talks and a little kid learns about Bible verses but and stuff. Davey. Yeah, so they actually got them to do that. Uh, that is really far that, away from Bible verses. Yeah. Two, but, two, but two of the like stunt and uh, effects guys on this movie are like legends now oh, yeah. in the business. Uh, yeah. Schultzman and Nicotero. Yes, they did a ton of things. Uh, Nicotero, he did... Uh, uh, Nicotero is... I think, what, Dawn of the Dead uh, with... Uh, yep. uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was Sex Machine and... Yeah, I, he had a penis gun, so it was cool. Uh, I can't remember his name to save my life. Future artist will help you yeah, out. Yeah, no, future artist put it in. So, um, <laughs> Linda, she attacks him. She's got little skeleton arms, and he gets away from her, and her head falls off, and he's like, well, that was a lot, and I'm terrified. It doesn't fall off. He chops it off yeah, with a fucking off. axe. He fucking axes the shit out of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because <laughs> let's is... face it, who hasn't wanted to take an axe to their ex-girlfriend? Am I right, that... fellas? That current current girlfriend. girlfriend. Well, I mean, X because she was no longer living. (laughs) So uh, he sits down. He's like, okay, I need to get a hold of myself. I got this. Linda's head falls into his lap and bites his hand. And he's fighting it off. And he realizes he needs to go to the work shed because the chainsaw is in there. He puts her head on a vice. And she's like, Ash, don't do this. You love me. And he's like, oh, oh, where's the chainsaw? Her headless body runs into the room with the chainsaw. He has to fight it off. Uh, yeah, so Sam Raimi was controlling the, the chainsaw. When it was like sawing itself, he just like slammed it on Ash. It was a lot of the time, it was just Sam Raimi just fucking with Bruce. He's like, yeah. Uh, and so uh, the body chops itself, honestly. And Ash chops Linda's head in half. And so... He goes back into the cabin. At this point, he is mentally just done with everything. He was done in the first one. But now he's super duper done. Uh, Ash's right hand becomes possessed by the evil. Uh, It's funny. uh, A lot of people try to work out why Ash can fight off the evil presence in his body better than other people. Because later in this movie, people just get punched by the evil. And they stand back up and they're like, I'm evil now. Uh... One thing that people say was like a theory is is just the more willpower you have, the stronger minded people can just take more damage before their body gives up on them. And I think that's why they screw with Ash so much mentally because they need him a little more crazy and just mentally giving up. And they're like, sweet, now we can jump in your body. Or, you know, plot armor. Oh, you know that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to not put the plot armor in there so <laughs> I always think that it's like yeah you're not crazy enough Ash we're gonna screw with you some more so Ash's hand knocks him out by grabbing just everything from the kitchen and smashing it into his head <laughs> and so the hand drags him his body I guess yeah, uh, over to a giant knife cause it's like well I'm gonna chop this dude up mm-hmm. uh, Ash wakes up and stabs the hand and he's like yeah yeah who's laughing now you son of a bitch and pulls out a chainsaw and saws his hand off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid. I was like, holy shit. The hero like, cut his hand off. I'm like, that's crazy. Because usually they would find a way and just fix it. And they're like, nah, man. His yeah, hand that, is gone. That hand is gone. <laughs> she uh, gone. Yeah, while Ash is just going crazy in a cabin, uh, Annie, <laughs> so uh, her father, 
was the voice on the tape recorder that Ash turned on. Who was on. the archaeologist who found the Necronomicon. Yes. And that was also his cabin. Yes. Uh, and so Annie, his and daughter... Ash likes trespassing. Yes, he does. Um, he makes it sound like, oh yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's like, is this your house? Nah, nah. It's alright. They're not gonna be here. We're alright. <laughs> so, uh, uh, his daughter Annie and her boyfriend? Yeah. They kissed. Yeah. Uh, Ed, they uh, return from the dig and they're like, hey, I gotta... I have, we found these pages of the Necronomicon. There was pages missing. So we got to get back to my dad so he can see this and we can talk about it. Because, hey, it looks like there's a, a passageway to, like, other worlds and stuff. This is going to be awesome. Which is something I wouldn't say. Like, we should, like, not read yes, this. Yes, but we've also seen the horror movies. Yeah, I'm like, this is awesome. We should read this. I'm like, no, maybe you shouldn't. No, no. <laughs> so while this is happening, um, Ash, oh, actually, take it back. They get to the bridge. The bridge is destroyed, and they meet Jake and Bobby Joe. Yep. Oh, Bobby Joe. Oh, Bobby Joe. Uh, country bumpkins that live around the neighborhood. And so uh, Jake knows a, another passage or another path. He knows a shortcut. To the cabin. And so he's like, okay, we'll, we'll help you get there for 100 bucks and carry my bags. And he's like, shoot, I can do that. <laughs> and while it's happening, Ash is just for real going crazy. Yep. He's... Sits down in a chair and the chair just breaks and his hand gets away. It's now free to do bad things in the cabin. And it's like uh, an evil cousin. It's like an evil thing from yeah. Adam's family. <laughs> uh, Ash hears it in the wall and shoots it. And he's like, "I got it!" And then just a geyser of blood comes out. And so at this point, Ash is for real, just lost it. Yep. Everything in the cabin starts laughing at him, and he starts laughing with it. He's like, "That was funny." And then he starts dancing with the lamp, and then. <laughs> He hears a knock at the door, and he turns to the door and just shoots, like, just two shotgun shells into the door. He hears screams, and he loads it back up, and he's like, uh, you're not going to catch me. <laughs> and uh, he opens the door, he sees nothing, and he backs up, and then he gets jumped by Jake and Ed. And they beat the shit out of this one-armed man, and they hold him down. And Annie comes in, and she sees that the whole cabin's destroyed, there's blood everywhere, there's a chainsaw, a bloody chainsaw in the corner. And then she realizes, well, she puts two and two together in yeah. her head. She's like, you killed my parents, you son of a bitch. You're like, where are they? Where? What'd you do with them? And he's like, you know, in Concussion County, as he should. <laughs> and they're like, well, where do we put them? He's like, let's put them in the basement. basement. And he's like, no. Oh. Until the sheriff gets here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you're making a mistake. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> and they drag him over and they drop kick him into the... I feel so bad for Ash. He goes through so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yup. And so the four new people, they listen to a recording uh, of Annie's dad saying that, well, I fucked up and read these words out loud, and now my wife is possessed, and I had to kill her. And so, bury her in the basement. The fruit cellar. <laughs> yeah. And this, so this whole scene, so her head pops out of the ground. He's like, who's in my fruit cellar? And the screen he does, so... Every time there's a scene where Ash has to do a scream, all his screams are, like, different. There's one where he yeah. can't scream, and he's like, ah, ah, and he does a real scream. So Sam said, well, you've been screaming like a dude this whole time. Can you scream just like like a woman would? Just give me, like, a, a, like a woman scream. And so when her head pops out of the ground in the fruit cellar, that scream is my favorite scream because it's, like, a legit just high-pitched scream that he does. Yeah. And so he's kicking at the basement door, and he's like, let me out, let me out. There's something out here. And they're like, oh, holy shit, he didn't kill my parents. Like, something else did. Like, they actually get him out. Uh, unfortunately, when they <laughs> open it up, everyone just starts getting jumped by Henrietta. Evil Henrietta. Yep. And uh, she gets 
She didn't get all the way out. They lock it back down, but uh, Ed... But the evil... <laughs> yeah, Ed gets touched. And so in these movies, um, in the newest one, they kind of explain it a little bit better, but it's the same way in all of these. If you get attacked by the thing, there's a really good chance that you're going to turn. If it makes you bleed or gets blood into your body, you're then you're, you're like instantly going to turn. Uh, so people in this change really fucking yeah. quick. So yeah. there, there is no waiting period. This is, this is like Texas and guns. There's no way. <laughs> so, uh... Except for, what was her name? Bobby Joe. Yeah, Bobby Joe did pretty good. She mm. fucking, like, almost swallows an eyeball, and she's like, no, that was disgusting, and she's fine. Yeah, she did pretty good for herself. And, yeah, until, for until later. Yeah. Uh, so, Ed instantly gets possessed, and he starts attacking people. Uh, he eats a lot of Bobby Joe's hair. Uh, he, like, yeah. flies over to her, eats her hair. Jake tries to fight, and he gets thrown into the ceiling, and he goes limp again. Uh, Ash runs off, and Annie's like, you coward? And he comes back with an axe. He's like, I'm not fighting this thing just barehanded, you crazy lady. <laughs> Bare one-handed. Yeah. Keep in mind, he still has one yeah, hand that's one wrapped hand. in duct tape. Yeah, I have one Keep hand. Keep in mind, his other hand is somewhere in the walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this by myself, you crazy lady. So uh, he chops up Ed, and I was like, damn, he did it. Good for him. Good for him. So Henrietta's still in the basement. Like singing and trying to get someone to open it, and they're like, "That's not your mom." So, because Annie's like, "Oh my god, my mom's in the bait." That's not your yeah, mom. That's not your mom, no mom. You should stop, just like looking at her, honestly. Yeah. So, um, they go into another room and they actually talk to Annie's dad. He's like a spirit, and he tells them that you need to read from the book of the dead and read the right passages. The and new then, pages you found. Yeah, and then you can expel the evil. And they're like, "Oh, well, thank you." Uh, spirit, spirit man, and he leaves. Uh, Bobby Joe's like Jake, you like hold my hand too tight, and he's like, I'm not holding your hand. And they look down. <laughs> hey, Ash's hand is back. He's like, Hey, you forgot about me. So Bobby Joe freaks <laughs> out. She knocks out the lantern, and she finds her way outside. And you know what happens when you get outside? Yeah, bitch, do not go outside. You gonna die. Yeah. So the trees uh, grab her up, and uh, instead of doing what the evil trees do in the first movie, <laughs> they just drag her going, I don't know how fast, because it was, it, she... Warp three. Yeah, and they just drag her into a tree and just, she probably exploded. She was going really, really, really fast. Yeah. There <laughs> were some, like, elements of hentai going on over yeah, there with was, all the tree roots just everywhere, like, like in oh, her hey, mouth. How's it going? No. Yeah, it was getting rough. No, no. So, uh, uh, Jake is, like, looking out the window. He's like, you think Bobby Joe's coming back? And Ash and Annie are like, I'm not going to acknowledge that question. Because yeah. she's most assuredly dead out there. Um, and so, that, yeah, so Annie finds the pages that they need to... Um, so it's a two-step process. The first page, or the reading, gives them form, the evil form. And then, then they can expel it. So they have to make it stronger to get rid of it, which is happens a lot in scary movies. It's like Yeah, total makes makes total sense. Yeah. Uh before they can like, you know, high five each other and say, We did it, Jake's like, So we're going outside and finding my girlfriend. I got your shotgun. And he's like, Oh man, come on man, let's like she's dead, dude. Like just let it go. And he's like, Nope. We need to read from this these pages. And he's like, These pages don't mean squat. And he dumps the pages into the basement and he's like, Now go outside. So he takes them outside and he's yelling Bobby Joe's name, which is what you don't do in front of murderous, like, rapey trees. Yeah. And Again, then, with the... Like, Shut the fuck up, man. Wouldn't that make them raping willows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cousin's a whomping one. He, he got past the rapiness. He just likes to punch things. <laughs> That's so, the angry cousin. And so we see the evil presence booking it on its little evil motorcycle toward the gang. And so, you know, when I saw this... 
first time, I was like, oh, it's going to jump into Jake's body, you know. But right before it gets to Jake's body, he actually knocks Ash out. He butts him in the stomach with the gun and hits him in the face. And so Ash is down. And so the evil presence like, oh, oh that's easy. let's get back into that body. And Ash is now evil Ash. <laughs> One of the evil Ashes that pops up in the series. Uh, picks up Jake, throws him at a tree, and his head just like breaks a piece off of the tree. I was like, well, he's dead. <laughs> and chases Annie back to the cabin. So Annie gets inside, uh, and she closes the door, and she grabs the Ken- Kendarian? Kondarian. Kendarian, yeah, the Kendarian evil. Uh, dagger. Yeah. And so she's like, she hears the doorknob jiggling. She's like, I'm going to stab the shit out of Ash when he comes in. The door opens. Yeah, no, she kills she her in the corner. was the stupid girl and opened the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, so All slow, like, and it had the spotlight on it, so you know something's gonna happen. Like, bitch, <laughs> do not open the door. And then she did. And she stabs Jake in the chest with the dagger. <laughs> and Jake's like, ow. <laughs> Still very much human. Yeah, uh, so Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, uh, they say that's like their favorite part of the movie. It's just Jake just going through all the, the shit. <laughs> and so he's a shitty person, yeah. but he's got a knife in his stomach. And then she's like trying to close the door and she's slamming it into his chest. And he's like, please stop. <laughs> so she drags him inside, closes the door on Evil Ash. And she's like, oh, okay, good. Drags Jake to the front room and puts his head over by the basement door. Yep. She doesn't think about she's that. She's so dumb. And then she gets the dagger out of his chest and she's like, okay, we'll work this out. We so got gonna this. going to bleed you know? out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh no, Henrietta opens the basement door and drags his little ass in there. His big ass in there. Yeah. And then blood fountain. There's always a blood fountain in yep. these movies. <laughs> yep. Cue the blood fountain. And so Jake is, Jake's super dead. Uh, now he's dead. Yeah. It wasn't the tree. It wasn't the dagger. Yeah. It, it was the fact that he got red misted. Yeah. Uh, Deadite Ash, he gets inside the, the cabin and tries to kill Annie. Uh, throws her at a wall and she's knocked out. And Ash is like, well, now I'm going to kill you. He gets closer to her. And then, hey, good for them. The necklace he gave Linda popped out. And so he looks at it. And then love and emotions. Saves the day. Yes, uh, it knocked out the evil out of his body. And so he he turns back to his normal self. And Annie doesn't really believe it at first. She picks up an axe and starts swinging at his face, which is what you should do. Right. Fair response. Yeah, he's like, it's me. And she's oh, like, she's but like, for how long? And he's like, you're right. <laughs> and she's like, well, what's the plan? He's like, well, we got to go to the basement. She's like, well, we need to get ready. And he's like, okay, let's do it. And they go to the work shed. And they are very smart people. Uh, in Army of Darkness, we realize Ash uh, knows a lot about like chemistry and, and, I don't know, just building really cool shit. He's which, really Which good department at it. of S-Mart did he learn that yeah, from? That, that's the real question. So, yep. I mean, they were college students in the first one, so I assume he... Was taking some classes? Yeah, like arm building. I don't know. Hands <laughs> arms, 101. Yeah, handcrafting. He's an engineer. Right next to underwater basket weaving. Probably. <laughs> so they built Ash a chainsaw hand. And so the rip cord or the pull cord is like attached to his chest on like a little hook. And so he can turn it on whenever he wants. And then he grabs the shotgun that he was using, yep. saws it off yep. to make it even more destructive, spins it on his finger, puts it on his back, and he says groovy. Uh, it's so cool. Even in the commentary, it's Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, and Greg Nicotero, and the whole time they're just giggling, making jokes, and then right when that scene happened, they all got quiet. 
and they watched it and were like, yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those moments where everybody just gets quiet. I'm like, that was really, really It's the cool. cinematic moment that if nobody knows these movies, they know that moment. Yeah. They, yeah. So it's it's absolutely awesome. So they cut open the basement door and they head down there. Well, Ash gets down there. I, I don't understand. Like, they had keys. Why didn't he cut? Whatever. I'm going to use Why not? my chainsaw arm to slowly cut this open and announce If I presence. had a chainsaw hand, I would never open a door again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go through a lot of damn door budgets. But I would never open a door again. Yeah. So Ash go, heads down, and all the pages are leading him toward all the way in the back, and he doesn't like that. Uh, he gets sprayed with blood multiple times, and he gets he always cleans off his face with a rag, and he's completely clean. Uh, but he gets all the pages, and he throws it up to Annie, and he's making his way back upstairs, and then, oh, Henrietta was waiting under the stairs, grabs his ass, <laughs> and drags him into the stairway. Uh, Annie starts reading from the book, and she actually finishes the first part, at, right as Henrietta is beating the shit out of Ash yep. and makes stronger. So he hits a wall and he's knocked out. Uh, Henrietta's about to start the second part. And then, oh, not Henry, Annie. Annie. And Henrietta flies up out of the basement and grabs her hair and it's spinning, spinning in a circle. Uh-huh. Uh, that was Ted Raimi. So if you watched Hercules or Xena, he was Joxer the Mighty. He wasn't Mighty. He was a big old scaredy cat. But he, he called himself Joxer the Mighty in all those shows. And so uh, she's trying her best to get away from her evil mom, and to no avail, Ash wakes up, comes back up, and he starts to fight Henrietta. Uh, he's doing all right. Uh, she's really strong. He's beating him up in the corner. Okay, because he's punching her. He has yeah. a chainsaw hand, and he's punching the thing. I guess, I assume she was too close to get the, the, the chopping no, going. No, I don't there know. was more. And he's got a fucking shotgun on his back. But let's just ignore all the <laughs> weapons. I'm gonna hand fist you. Yeah. <laughs> Fisted cuffs, whatever. Never mind. Yeah. Henrietta's face turns into a giant thing. <laughs> I was trying to, like, figure yeah. out. It sounds like a monkey. It was the sound of a monkey. Uh, and it's attacking Ash. And he starts singing. Uh, Hush, little baby. Thank you. Don't say a word. And it actually stops Henrietta for a second. And the second she looks away, Ash stabs her in the chest with a chainsaw, runs up, and then starts chopping off the arms. And cuts the neck off. And I was like, yeah, he did it. Uh, uh, the <laughs> neck of- falls to the ground and tells Ash that I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. He steps on the neck and says, swallow this. And shoots it with a shotgun. His foot would have exploded also. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hey, look, he remembered he had weapons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so and after- how long did the fight last after that? 30 fucking seconds. Right. Yes. Uh, uh, Annie and Ash, they look at each other and they give themselves a high five and thumbs up. But they don't cheer too long because all the evil rapey trees outside are like, oh shit, they're doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. Let's break the cabin down. And so Annie keeps reading from the book and Ash is just waiting on something to jump out. Oh no, knife to the back. That damn hand. He just keeps (laughs) popping up because he's like, oh, you're trying to do stuff. Quit it. Uh, So she was a few words away from actually starting this whole situation. Unfortunately, because she started the first half of the words, the trees are now super duper strong and evil. And the tree has a face now, and it opens the front door. Ash looks at this thing, and so the commentary said, well, Sam Raimi says that that thing is so terrifying and creepy that that's why Ash just got gray hair. He's just like, oh, I shouldn't be looking at this. It's kind of <laughs> like uh, like Cthulhu and stuff. Like, if you look at him, you just go crazy. He's already crazy, so they had to do something else to him. Uh, he gets grabbed by the evil tree face thing, and he's like, ah, help me. And he... Uh, in the throes of death, she finishes the speech. Hooray! Take that, evil hand. Hopefully you don't pop up in the show and do more evil things. 
We know that. That's good. Yeah. It's awesome. So <laughs> insert, insert dramatic pause. Yeah. <laughs> crickets, crickets. And so uh, Ash uses the chainsaw on the evil tree face and like just destroys its eye. And it gets sucked out of the cabin. It's at the front door. Through the portal. Hooray. The evil is defeated. Uh, Annie's dead, so... Yeah. Uh, he get, he gets like one big old sigh, like, oh, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> then the door burst open. The portal's still open. So Annie, I assumed that there was more words to be said yeah. to close it, but she's dead, and Ash yeah. can't read that. And so he's like, oh my god, and he's hanging on. He's like, how do we stop this? And he gets sucked in with his Oldsmobile, and yeah. he flies through the portal and lands in. Medieval times, the Middle Ages. <laughs> and so this version, like uh, Sarah was saying, he kills a deadite in the past. And everyone's like, oh, he's the chosen one from the sky, here to save us from the deadites. Yay! And Ash Hooray! goes, he goes, no, no. <laughs> uh, Ash doesn't want he responsibility. Wants to take a nap. Yes, uh, this has been the longest two, almost three days of his life. <laughs> and it does not get any better. He the does man get wants sleep. a nap at a power bar. <laughs> yeah, he does get sleep in the third movie, so I'm, I'm happy for that. He gets to heal. <laughs> Katie said his stump should have some type of gangrene at this point. Oh, He's sure, yeah. He's been through so much. There was nothing in that cabin to disinfect. <laughs> and nothing a, in the medieval times to well, disinfect either. Yeah. Well, he's and got he a better chance worse. of doing something. He put though. a doily over that with some duct tape. That is not sanitary. <laughs> yeah. And fell in like all sorts of puddles and ugh. So much, yep. so much of his, not his blood, got onto that stone. Especially at the beginning of Army of Darkness when he falls into that like pit thing that's just like liquid. Basically a ranform pit. Like gross, <laughs> gross. Yep. Yeah, he went through a lot. Shit's infected. Yeah, and he's so strong. Sure. Dysentery. Yeah, and yeah. He gets through the disease. So, uh, Katie, who was your favorite character in Evil Dead Two? Ash. Yeah, there's a long list of people to choose from here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, either Ash or Annie, obviously. Mm. But somebody no. might. Someone might I got choose something different. Linda. I got something different. No. I got one you haven't even picked yet. Okay, well, I'm saying Ash, and I'm not even going to give a reason why. Y'all saw the movie, you know why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's I'm, the I'm, only legitimate character. Yeah, in I'm, this I'm, I'm Team Ash in all these movies and situations. Uh, this Ash is probably my favorite type of Ash. In Evil, in Army of Darkness, he. They, for some reason, he's just a super asshole at the beginning. He's like, I don't want any of this. I don't want to help anybody. Because he's tired, dude. I know. I know he's tired. But it's just, <laughs> he gets this, like, asshole streak. Even in, in this one, he got attacked by those people. But he's like, no, I, we got to help each other. We gotta hey, hey, he lost his gray hair when he got to medieval times. Maybe it manifested into jerk syndrome. That's true. And I always try to justify the fact that he's insane. <laughs> Like, he's been through a lot, and yep. then it's like, hey, calm down. He's like, don't tell me to calm down, man. I had to cut my own hand off. I've already, I'm already past the calm, like, station, so. Are you Team Ash also, yeah. Sarah? Yeah. I'm, I'm really interested to hear what Jeff has to say, because there's literally no one else to pick. Ash's hand. Oh, my God. Ash's hand did Ash's something. evil goddamn hand. With yeah. all its little cackling. How does it cackle? It's a hand. Hey, that's part of the beauty of Ash's hand. <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand. Disembodied cackling hand voice. He made a lot of sounds. It was like yeah. kind of mumbling. It was, it was like dragging Ash to the knife. He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's why the hand is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the hand's awesome. And like I said, in the Ash vs. Evil Dead show, 
it pops back up because it go back to the cabin. So yep. uh, it's just been chilling. Just mm-hmm, somebody will come back. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna kill somebody. It didn't get sucked through the portal. Murder hand. I, I'm surprised. It was probably hanging on somewhere. Like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> In oh. the wall with the rats? Yeah. <laughs> Save us! No, I was in the basement smoking a cigar. <laughs> okay, so Katie, who was your least favorite character in Evil Dead 2? Bobby Joe. What a trash <laughs> fucking character. Bobby Joe. She was such a bitch the whole time. She was a dick to her boyfriend. She was a dick to Annie and her boyfriend. She was a super dick to Ash as soon as she got to the cabin. Like, she just sucked. Well, she also got shot. Yeah, Yeah, he like winged her a little bit. So I kind of get a little bit of her strike, but she was crap. She sucked. Yeah, she was crap. But I'd be mad if somebody almost shot me. (laughs) Yeah, well, she also has like the stupidest character arc. She goes from being like that, like, I'm chewing tobacco, rough and tough country girl to, I got the scared, like, really, really quickly. (laughs) I thought she would be, she would stay tough the whole time, but no. No. Like, the second you see. The dude eating hair and flying in the room. You're just done mentally, I guess. I'd be kind of done, I'm not going to lie. So I wrote down Jake and Bobby Joe. Uh, I didn't like either of them. Jake's more of an asshole because he's like, hey, we're going outside to find my girlfriend. She's dead, dude. Well, well, fuck what plane you were doing. Now we're going outside. I'm like, no, that's we could have been done with this 10 minutes ago, you dick. (laughs) Now we're outside dealing with more things. So, Uh, Sarah. I already forgot his name. I don't even actually know that they say it, but... Annie's boyfriend. Ed. Ed. Ed, like, I mean, he's just there to show how quickly someone can get taken over as a Jedi. Instantly. Um, but he literally adds nothing else to the story other than that. Yeah. Like, he just didn't need to be there. He got chopped up. That was his, like, grand <laughs> right. moment in this movie. Like, when they get to the cabin, when he, I mean, Annie does all of the thinking for both of them. And he's just there. He's like... The movie wouldn't be different if he wasn't there. Honestly, no. They just needed an extra body to turn. Honestly. Yeah, they just needed to prove how fast it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he didn't do anything. Yeah. GF? It's Jake. His only redeeming quality is he becomes a blood fountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At the end, man, I, I feel bad for him. He was an asshole, but God, he went through so much before he died. He's like, right. oh, no. why did you stab me? <laughs> he gave us the blood fountain, and that's the only thing that he does good in that oh, movie. I feel so bad for him. Okay. Let's do seven-word synopsis. So I got three of them. So uh, when Ash says groovy, I always smile. Uh, I will always do that because it's a really good scene. Uh, Who's laughing now, you stupid possessed hand? (laughs) Uh, I wasn't laughing when I got cut. And my last one, Sam Raimi doesn't like reprising older roles. So it's like, hey, we're going to do that scene from the last movie. I'll just get new people. Like, they're like right there. We can just... Like, get them. Nah, just do new people. Actually, they're not even there. So Ash did all this by himself? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds feasible, right? <laughs> he's a dum-dum, but he did all this by himself. So he read from the book. That's what he's saying for the third movie. But, Katie. Here's sequel money. Let's do remake instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell is a great physical comedian. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And... Continuity plagues this series more than deadites. <laughs> yep. Yes, it does. Sarah. Um, I only had one. Bruce Campbell's creepy, cringy one-man show. Yeah. Because <laughs> there yeah. are so many scenes where it's just him, and that's it. Just <laughs> like making he, faces. And... Yep. He, yeah. he has to play off himself, um, and he's great at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Talk to the stabby hand, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That hand. I just like this. If someone could do like a short or a cartoon version of this movie, but just from the hand's point of view. Right. He's just like watching them like, yeah, if we I would watch page, a spinoff for the hand. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we just read from this book and do this and that and we're done. He's like, oh, okay. I'll let you read the first part. Ooh, I'm stronger. He's like. Holding the dagger, he's like, "Oh, keep reading." <laughs> he's like, "I did it! I did it, y'all! I did it!" Yeah, uh, but I want it to be narrated. I want the hand to be narrated by Kelsey Grammer. He's got a good voice. But he could do like this. It would be like sideshow Bob hand. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be super articulate. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> okay, so minority kill count. So uh, for you guys, uh, yeah. I've been yes. counting since the beginning. Oh, so. I know. Yeah. So, Were there minorities in this film? No. <laughs> no. No, there was not. 100, 100% white people. Yeah. In deadites. Their skin kind of changed. It was all hunky deaths. No, but even even as original people, like Henrietta was a white lady. The dad is a white dude. Like, even the people that were already dead. There are no people of color in this film. Yeah. No. I mean, they would have died, so it's probably for the best. Everyone I mean, everybody died anyway. Die. It yeah. doesn't matter what skin tone you are. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, I really enjoy the, the show. Uh, there's a lot of different colored people in that. Like, the people that follow <laughs> him, they're all, none of them yeah. are white. You know? So it's, it's really cool. He, he picks up a lot of different people later. So they should have just called the show Sam Raimi Diversity Hire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the minority kill count, we are still at 188 kills and a Tito Turtle. Uh, that's from a movie, Willy's Wonderland. It's animatronics. And one spoke Spanish, and so we were like... Tito Turtle. Yeah. yeah. So, but we when didn't edit... It counts! When he gets murdered, he literally says, No mas! No mas! Like the girl of the movie, the hero is like smashing him up. He's like, no mas! Yeah. No mas! No mas! It's, so, it's fantastic. Uh, he's not part of the number, but he is. So we just say Tito Turtle. He's, he's plus Tito Turtle. Yeah. yeah. So... This film came out March 13th, 1987. I'm older than this film by a couple of months. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? Ten million. Ten million. Jeff? It was right around three now, I think. Three mil. Sarah? Fifty dollars in a Cracker Jack box. Fifty and <laughs> C, J, B. <laughs> the budget was $3.5 million. Good. That is shocking. Yeah. That, that paid for all those bike and speed up effects yeah. after. Uh, a lot of the cool effects that they did, it was all just in reverse. So like when right, uh, the fog and everything. Yeah, when yeah. when Bobby Joe like the the tendrils were going into his skin, they just it was all getting pulled out. And so yeah. it's a, a lot of the effects. It was really cool stuff they, they had. Did a lot to do of real with. practical. Doing effects. stuff in reverse is like the best way to do it if you don't have money for CG. Yep. <laughs> it's just like fuck it, you look like this and just make it better. Yep. Uh, so what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Ten million. That's a reasonable guess. Jeff. <laughs> it was right around seven, I want to say. And Sarah. You're so confident. It was seven. <laughs> um, I don't know, like five million. Five million and a question mark. Hmm. So the box office was ten point nine million dollars. So the issue was it's still back in the day, and with the first one. Uh, the movie only came out in certain states because it was driving. Mm-hmm. And so it made its money. It's like, well, we're here. And then we'll bring it over to these states. And then they did it international. That's where the big money yeah. came from. Yeah. Uh, with this one, it was a limited release because it's rated. Because of the rating and the fact that they had to go through a fake production company. Yeah, it's, well, you can only do so much when the movies were X-rated. Uh, mm-hmm. But everyone loved it. The reviews were great. It's just... yeah, It, was, it wasn't in so many places. Well, I, I don't know if you actually said it. I was... 
kind of overhearing as I gather things. What was it that made it X-rated? It's, so it's crazy. When we think of a rated R movie now, right. a rated R movie now back then would be Never fucking be super. Yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't get out. So yeah. it's funny. Um, in the scene where Ed is a deadite mm-hmm. and Ash is chopping him up and the green blood's going everywhere, yeah, that was an issue. That's why they had to change it to green blood because yeah. red was just too, too much. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's not it's not a Ray Dex movie, but for '87, yeah, that was the worst thing you could do. Yeah. So apparently, so people were just up at arms about all the things they were doing in the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently, uh, in a, in I forget what country it is, uh, when Ash gets kicked in the face when he's knocked out on the ground when Jake kicks him, apparently. A whole country had an issue with that. You can't kick a man when they're down in their movies. They're like, hey, quit that. And he's like, that's the thing you're... Okay. Sounds like Japan. Cool. We'll, we'll, we might fix that. So you're fine with all the chopping? Uh-oh. Okay. Just be quiet. Sounds like Japan. We'll be quiet about that stuff. Um, but they, no. They kick a man while he's down. It's a violation of honor. Tentacle porn? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, it, it's not rated X. But yeah, for 87... It yeah. was an issue, so yeah. uh, it had a limited release, but for yeah. a limited release, it made ten million. So yeah. if it came out, or I mean, they, it covered its budget. Yeah, if it had, if it came out in all the theaters and stuff, it probably would have done super oh, yeah. good, like the first one. Uh, Stephen King was still an avid fan of the series, <laughs> and it's like he helped them get financed for it. So he's yeah. like, "Yeah, you guys are doing good. Keep going." But yeah, it's it's a shame. But this is one of those cult classics. I mean, it made its money, but not as much as it should have. But this was a cool classic that, to this day, people are like, "This movie's the best." So, uh, like it's you. made it's it's made. Oh, Sam Raimi's still living off residuals from this bullshit. Yeah, uh, it's well, made. Yeah, it's got HBO Max or whatever now, yeah. so they're yeah. paying for it's it. It's made all the money since. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. uh, Sam Raimi's absolutely happy about this movie because people are still yelling about it. So here we are. Yeah. And here we are. So <laughs> that is all. I he making all his money off Spider Man residuals. Well, that too. Well, that too. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Yeah, when I, thought he was be, when I thought he was going to be the Spider-Man director, I'm like, the fuck are that Evil Dead guy direct a Spider-Man movie for? I was like, damn, it's done pretty good, too. Uh, yeah, third one. But, you know. Yeah. Can't be good forever. <laughs> You're going to make a poop movie. How much How much of that was Fox, though? That's yes, like, he got hey, forced. Hey, you hey, should have. like this movie. He you only should wanted, have Tobey Maguire be all cool and stuff. Yeah, he only wanted, like, one or two villains, but they're like, no, put everybody in it. So yep. you want him to fight four people? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that sounds dumb. Sounds reasonable. Yeah. Well, it's our money, Sam. So do it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> okay. And then when it flops, he's like, I, I, I'm mine. I, I you just blew it. all of your good villains in one flop. Good job. Right. Anyway, that's a do- totally different podcast. <laughs> you know what? Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Evil Dead Two? Um, for all the people that you duped and told at the beginning of this podcast that they should go watch it, just watch Army of Darkness and move on with your life. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do have questions of why he has a stump and why he can make a robot hand, he tells you, you in the first five minutes. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, but for sure, skip the first one. Don't even waste your time watching the first one. Yeah, if you haven't seen the first, you'll first just one, you be watch upset that you watch the second. You know, that you watch the first one and then watch the second one. You'll just yeah. be mad. Watch <laughs> all three. Don't listen to these people. Yeah, only yeah, watch okay. the second one. No, if you watch the shit in the eighties like these old motherfuckers over here, you will love it. <laughs> but What's if you did movie? not, yeah, when you if you watched it in utero like these guys yeah. over here, just baby, like oh, this movie's great. But if you didn't. <laughs> You're just going to be upset that the, the whole story lacks continuity. They keep changing every character that's not Ash. And 
the storyline makes little to no sense. That's kind of its appeal, though. Like, yeah. the little to it's no absurd. sense part, I'm okay with. It's everything else I have a problem with. You don't have to expect that's for sure. Everything yeah. else I have the problem with. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, okay. It's like demon thing. Okay. Yeah, we'll okay. go with it. Chainsaw we'll, hand. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll right. go with it. <laughs> we'll, we'll allow it. Yeah, that's a thing, I guess. Okay, okay, okay. Because if he if he didn't have that wonderful montage, we'd probably be like, why the fuck does this guy have a chainsaw hand? But it's yeah. a wonderful montage, so you're just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you have any other cool questions about Bruce Campbell, he's in a new movie coming out uh, called Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he owns, or he's like the manager of like a, I don't know, Toys R Us. An S-Mart. It should be an S-Mart. <laughs> Uh, but then a zombie apocalypse happens in the store on Black Friday, and he's like all nice so, and stuff. Yeah, it so, should be an uh, Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be the hero hero. There's younger people there, but mm-hmm. he's going to be the one like, oh, Lord. And he's like running away. He's, he seems nice in this one. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see Bruce Campbell do anything. So he... Which, okay, is the S-Mart stuff in the first film? Yes. Because it does not come up in Evil Dead 2. It's, it's a lot more in 3. Yeah, he has a monologue about S-Mart. Nope, in the first one they're coming from college, there's no mention of jobs. In the second one, there's no mention of S-Mart. It's not until Army of Darkness, and then in Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, he's still working there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear. He doesn't even have the robot. He, he just has a wooden hand. And, ah, it's so, anyway. so dumb. Uh, but yes, but if you have any cool fun facts about Bruce Campbell, like Bubba Hotep, we're going to watch that at some point. Oh, he's yeah, Elvis, yeah. and he's fighting a zombie. Yeah. It's uh, a mummy. mummy. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Uh, with his friend, that's JFK, soul, and a black man. And they fight oh. a mummy. <laughs> it's a mess. Uh, but you can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is... Allentownpresents at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, I'm on Facebook at... Allentown Presents. So, uh, this is episode 29. We got two more, and then we're done with October, and I can sleep. So, uh, this is very exciting. Uh, this set sleep, list... Though. No, I'm not going to sleep. Uh, the set list was fun. It was some really good movies, and I like watching and talking about movies with my friends. It's the best thing ever. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. one of the last ones we're doing. Uh, bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.